0: this is the you need to know podcast with your host Tommy B.
1: Welcome to the You Need to Know Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy B. And with the You Need to Know Podcast, uh, we talk to interesting people you need to know, you should know in business, community leaders, education, opinion leaders. You can find the show on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and tune in. Just look for the You Need to Know Podcast. Also, you can find us at castropolis.net. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. And you'll find other episodes along with great podcasts. You can stream us weekdays. So make sure you check us out. Fortunate to have someone in education, which is definitely something, uh, someone we need to be speaking to these days. Uh, Dr. Reginald Turner, Dr. Reginald H. Turner, Executive Director of Clayton State University's CAPE program, and that's the Continuing and Professional Education Program. And Dr. Turner, now if I get this wrong, Dr. Turner, you need to uh, uh, step in, okay, and chastise me about your bio, okay? (laughs)
0: So far, so good.
1: So far, so good. Excellent. So you are a graduate of Ole Miss. You've been an academic dean, uh, a campus president with Westwood College. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but you've actually uh, been involved with a similar program to CAPE, Director of Special Programs at Alamance. Community College in Graham North Carolina is that
0: correct that's correct
1: and uh, you hold an MBA from AIU and a PhD from University of North Carolina Greensboro dr. Turner's in the first year uh, at Clayton State University with the Cape program and uh, dr. Turner thank you so much for being on the Union to know podcast really appreciate it my pleasure one, one thing before we get started full disclosure um, working with uh, the CAPE program uh, dr. Turner uh, really has given me the opportunity um, to do a podcast class with Clayton State University Cape program. Also, uh, I'm a native of Atlanta. So part of my youth was spent in East Point. So, And that's not too far from the campus, the uh, Clayton State campus. And many of my teachers came from what used to be known as Clayton State. And it's always been a quality institution. So I know you're, you're, you're part of a, a, a really uh, great program on the South Side. And, and I know you guys are in, in multiple communities. Which other communities do you cover as well? I know you're in Clayton, but also in other communities. Which ones?
0: So our service areas are Henry, Clayton, and Fayette counties.
1: And and you know, I've given a broad stroke treatment of your background. Tell us more about you, Dr. Turner, and, and also include where you're from.
0: So I'm originally from West Palm Beach, Florida and spent my adolescent years in Mississippi and so as you mentioned I went to undergraduate at Ole Miss and I, I've always kind of been somebody who's been involved in, in change and community and leadership from high school and college and my first job out of college was director of housing and student activities so I was on the student affairs side and then I did, did the director of student development, assistant dean of students, did a lot of work around institutional research and institutional effectiveness and accreditation and licensure, which is how I got on the academic side. And on the academic side, of course, being an academic dean and vice president of education and workforce and uh, economic development, North Carolina at the community college system and college president at uh, Westwood Northlake. And in addition, I've done a lot of work in a lot of community and civic um, areas. And I had a stint at Technology Association of Georgia, where I was senior director of partnerships. And so, over my 25-year career, I've done a lot in in the um, higher education space, particularly around academic affairs, student affairs, workforce and, and workforce and economic development, as well as um, community partnerships.
1: Considering uh, today's climate, uh, do you feel education? is in a good place to accomplish positive change.
0: Oh, yes. So, yes, I do think education is in in a good place, Uh, particularly when we think about educating a populace. And when we're educating a populace, we are really looking at how do we keep people and uh, talent developed in organizations. And so with so much happening around technology and change and how um, the world is actually changing as it relates to the proliferation of information and how much things we need to know and how we need to be able to engage and interact. I think education is probably more important today than it has ever been. And uh, continuing education is important because no matter how much we learn, how much we know, there's always more to learn and more to know and keeping relevant and up-to-date on the things that are happening in our environments both on a professional and personal level you know i hardly need to remind people or to to talk to people about even getting a new iphone device or a new phone device i don't want to do a pitch for iphone but any phone (laughs) any phone um, with as much power as that device has we only use about 10 percent of it if we only are texting and calling or using emails so even um learning how to engage with things that we do on a day-to-day basis could help make our lives much, much more simpler or much more convenient. But without education, we can't, we can't even engage at at that level.
1: Tell people or tell my podcast audience what the continuing education program is all about. And also who's it intended for?
0: So for almost 30 years at um, Clayton State, continuing in professional education has really served as the university's non-credit division and we serve um, thousands of students each year from all across atlanta and beyond both in seat and online and uh, in a hybrid form so our um, courses range from programs and open enrollment for both professional development and personal enrichment and um, we offer more than 100 courses ranging from sewing to six sigma and um, kate plays a critical and leading role in providing continuing education services to people of all ages and backgrounds and we are constantly striving to improve and to innovate to serve our customers changing needs The process of striving
1: to improve, what are some of the challenges that you face?
0: Well, as I mentioned earlier, um, technology is changing faster than education. (laughs) And it's amazing, even though we're in education, we are sometimes the slowest industry to adopt to change. And with all that's, that's changing, trying to keep pace and keep courses relevant and keep courses up to date, keep equipment and technology up to date and how to keep the community informed of what we're doing because there's so much competing for students Perspective students' attention, it is hard to figure out what medium, what mode, what way we need to be communicating, advertising, marketing, and engaging to let them know. And um, how do we compete with others who may be offering the same course um, in a different format at a different cost? Um, And how do we differentiate ourselves from others? Who are not in the university space, but who may be able to offer some sort of credential or micro micro credential?
1: Got it. So, so with that said, with the challenges, where do you see the opportunities? Is it also with technology?
0: I do, um, but the beautiful thing about the opportunities are is with what the way that the educational landscape is changing. Continuing education is going to be even more important and prevalent um, because many many of our population now are realizing that they don't have to go to school to get a four-year degree and take courses that they may not be interested in in order to be successful. So people are are looking for ways that they can take things that are more short-term, more stackable credentials, more ways that they can um, earn a certification or learn a trade or skill and uh, be just as productive, if not more productive in society, than those who have college degrees, and also based on what's happening with our employers and our stakeholders in the communities, you know, they are not just looking for uni- universities to produce uh, students who have degrees, but who have specific skills, and sometimes those skills are not necessarily didactic skills; they're more practical and pragmatic skills that uh, they want their um, employees. You know to have, and so the partnerships that we we will need to establish with our stakeholders to make sure that what we are offering and producing are conducive to what their particular needs are, and how we match in those a lot of that with the turnaround time that it needs to happen, is going to be happening through continuing ed. So those are huge opportunities.
1: So with that said, uh, a lot of that. Leads to my next question, and you may have and it sounds like you've actually answered a few of the, of this, uh, the question I'm about to ask you. You've, you've laid some answers here. But what's the future of Cape? I mean, you've mentioned a couple of things, the community partnerships, technology. do you see any other opportunities, other things that may be the future of Cape?
0: Yeah, So for the continuing and professional education department at Clayton State, particularly, but across the the spectrum for continuing ed. But specifically at at Clayton State, uh, there are three areas of focus for our future and our future growth and development. One is uh, in the area of what we call open enrollment. And those are going to be classes that are going to be uh, both leading to a job or more community service-based or leisure-based where people are interested in learning more about um, as it may be sewing or taking piano lessons or it could be phlebotomy or something in the medical field. So really being responsive to what the broader community needs and understanding what those needs, how those needs are different in our respective service areas. For example, um, a course offering may be more appropriate for Clayton State, i'm sorry for clayton county than for fayette or henry county Mm -hmm. and um, understanding the demographics and understanding more about the areas is going to be important for us so we can be more responsive to what the needs are in that particular market Uh, the second thing is with our um, conference services we um, are Expanding how we're being able to respond to all sorts of needs that organizations and agencies are um, requesting for hosting. Conferences, seminars, workshops, or team building, and we have an entire university with a lot of opportunity to be able to assist those agencies and companies and We do an okay job, but really expanding how we do that um, and we are now in the business of having a lot of camps that we offer during the summer, and those agencies would like for students to have an idea and a good feel for what it feels like to go to college and to interact with college students in some cases and uh, to be on a college campus and to get prepared for um, this type of experience. And thirdly, um, being responsive to what the needs are with um, companies and organizations that are in Clayton, Fayette, and Henry County specifically, but more and generally with any of the other service areas in the metro um, community and what those particular employer employee needs are and how do we help get them trained and help develop their talent because talent development is where the economic growth is going to be mm-hmm. so true and once we are uh Developing talent and contributing to the economic growth. This also helps with diversity and inclusion. And with diversity and inclusion, we get more innovation. And we, when companies are more innovative, they get to um, have a, a more sustainability and be more competitive. Excellent. And
1: you're in some growth areas. You mentioned Henry County, Fayette, uh, Fayette County, and, and definitely with Clayton. You're, you're only how many? How far are you from the airport? How many minutes? Is it 20 minutes?
0: About 15 to 20 minutes, yes.
1: Yeah, and beautiful campus, still very beautiful campus, large campus. I know you guys offer a lot of parking, so uh, without a doubt, it it would definitely be an attractive opportunity for anyone, you know, seeking to do some kind of partnership with events and and, uh, conferences and things. So any any closing remarks, um, Dr. Turner?
0: No, just thank you so much for the opportunity to share what's going on in the education space, particularly in the continuing education space at, at Clayton State University. Well, thank
1: you, Dr. Turner. Dr., Dr. Reginald H. Turner, Executive Director at Clayton State University's Continuing and Professional Education Program. We appreciate you spending the time with the You Need to Know podcast. If people are interested in reaching out uh, to to you or, or just reaching out to get involved in the CAPE program, where should they go?
0: They can contact. Me at Reginald Turner at Clayton.edu, or they can reach me at area code 678-466. 5115.
1: Dr. Turner again, thank you so much for being on the podcast and and again the You Need to Know podcast talks to uh, the people you need to know in business, community, innovators, influencers, pioneers. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Podbean. We're on TuneIn Radio, so basically wherever you can find a podcast, we're there. Uh, just search the You Need to Know podcast. Also, you can listen on castropolis.net. Remember to listen, subscribe, share the podcast. And and again, Dr. Turner, thank you so much for being on and thanks for listening.
0: You are welcome. Thank you for the great work you do. You've been listening to the You Need to Know podcast with your host, Tommy B. The You Need to Know podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.